Are you a college student looking for extra guidance on how to figure out your life after college? Maybe you need to spice up your resume, find the best way to answer difficult interview questions, or you just want to be in the right mindset for determining your career path. My best-selling career ebook guide is now available on the official podcast website at whatfulfillsyou.com where you can also find the recent merchandise drop of the What Fulfills You daily signature notebook, which is my go-to vegan leather notebook for writing down gratitude, priorities, meeting notes, and so much more. You can find all of this on the official website at whatfulfillsyou.com. Emily Elizabeth, and I'm the host of the What Fulfills You podcast, a show for and about individuals always seeking to be their best selves. On this show, we talk all about building the mindset, finding the right careers, creating meaningful relationships, and so much more. Welcome to the What Fulfills You podcast. Hello, hello, everyone. Happy Tuesday. Welcome back to a weekly episode of the What Fulfills You podcast. If you're brand new here, welcome. My name is Emily and I am your host. And each week, whether I have a guest or if I'm talking into this mic by myself like I am this week, I am typically talking something along the lines of mindset and not to be all woo-woo cliche, but yeah, it pretty much is something revolving around self-improvement and things that can improve your life. And to kick off the episode, before we dive into it, um, I do like to start with gratitude. So I will say that first. Uh, Today, I am very grateful for my dad. I don't bring in people, I think, that often on like the topic of gratitude as much, at least in the recent months, but I just want to say I'm so grateful for my dad. He is a huge supporter of me. He's a big believer in everything I do, and um, you know, I didn't always have that. I always wished I grew up in kind of a traditional family, like American families and whatnot. And um, I'm just really grateful that I have matured to a point to recognize and appreciate what I have and appreciate um, how my my dad has grown to be more open-minded and supporting me in my decisions um, and my vision with my career and everything I do. So I'm just so grateful for that. I want to put that out in the ether. He doesn't listen to this podcast. Don't think he'd come across this episode, but just want to say um, so grateful for him. And if you're thinking about a parent right now, text them, call them, just let them know that you're grateful for them, whoever it is, that you appreciate them for being in your life and supporting you in what you do. I do want to kick off this intro today because it is just a solo episode, so I want to give you guys a question to think about before we dive in to the episode. Today's question is, what 20% of sources are causing 80% of your problems and unhappiness? Additionally, what can you do today to remove part of those sources? I hope you guys can think of something and work towards reducing those 20% sources of your unhappiness and your problems. I certainly know what my 20% uh, sources are and have for sure worked on them and I think I've been doing well on that. Um, But yeah, today's episode is going to just be chatting with you guys about how I've been able to maintain self-discipline even with you know, friends during college, after college, having people that 
align differently with me in my life and how I navigate that, especially because it is hard to leave your friends and find new friends. But sometimes you do have to do one or the other or maybe a mix of both. And so I dive into all of that today. I'm pretty concise on this episode and just sharing my tips and kind of more of a framework of how you can think of it in your life because I think it's very easy to talk about, oh, do this, this, and this for self-discipline, but it's more of like, how can you train your brain to think thoroughly and make long-term decisions? So that's what today's episode is more so focused on. So without further ado, let's dive into it. On today's episode, I'm going to be sharing my thoughts on how you can maintain self-discipline and drive even when your friends aren't doing the same. Now, this is something I dealt with on my own when I was in college and even sometimes after college because when you graduate, I've always said this to my friends in a way, especially when it comes to dating and just whatever it is in life. Like I personally think once you graduate and you're 22 or 23 and you're finally in your 20s, everyone's almost on an even level playing field. Like no one's going to look at you now and be like, oh, you are a sophomore. Oh, you're just a freshman, right? Like in college, I feel as though that's sometimes a connotation when they see you as like a certain grade. But I think in the real world, it's not as much as that anymore because you could be 25 and maybe married and have bought your first home, right? Or you could be uh, 25 and still figuring out what the fuck you want to do with your life, um, which is very normal. And um, you could also, I guess, be in my position or working towards what I'm trying to do, which is just ultimately building a fulfilled life um, and uh, cultivating the right career for that and the right meaningful relationships and friendships for that um, and so forth, something I talk about all the time. Um, but I definitely have dealt with having friends that aren't doing the same, and I still do today, actually. And in normal circumstances, I honestly would say I would remove some people from my life, but I even shared this with some of my other valuable friends. Um, And I said to them, like, there are certain people that, you know, may not be fully aligned with me in... um, particularly my values and my philosophy on life which I would say a lot of my newer friends do but maybe the ones from um, you know years years ago I'm not just friends with them still because of how long we've been friends but rather their loyalty to me which is a huge value um, that I have and so I would say that value holds so strong that Um, you know, maybe I can't do certain things with those friends, but I know that they're so loyal to me that um, I can continue to share my life with them um, from afar or wherever we are in this world and continue to um, add value into their life as well as them adding value into my life. So um, I'm going to just dive into the first bullet note I have here on I guess where you can start right I think when it comes to self-discipline and like trying to really figure out who you want to become but then not be so influenced by your friends especially if you know deep down they're not doing 
things that you want to do and they're not living a life that you want to, you know, head towards. So my first advice is to create your priorities. My question to you is, what are those priorities? Or better yet, what are the focuses? What are you focused on? It could be fitness related. It could be building a foundation for your career. It could be overall health and wellness or cultivating more meaningful relationships. I will give you my personal example. When I was a junior in college, I think my top focuses were number one, cultivating more meaningful relationships because I had no friends and I was very much alone at that point in life. But I'm so grateful now looking back that I was at that bottom point because that is exactly why I have such incredible friendships today and I still almost like sit in awe realizing these friends around me now because I remember what it felt like not having that so that's why I cherish it so much and I think the second focus for me at that time was truly building a foundation for my career I at the time um, if you have listened to this for a while sorry this is so redundant but it is a huge reason why this podcast even exists but at the time I was going through a extremely difficult breakup Um, you know we broke up from a point where we finished living together. So I was ending my sophomore year, going into junior year, going into a new university. And the breakup was not just a breakup. We also moved out of the apartment we lived together and we had a dog together. And that's a whole nother story. Um, But yes, I still have have the dog. It's actually my family's house now. But um, point being, I realized I felt really alone and lost And I was always asking, who the fuck is Emily? And I wanted to just start focusing on my career. I was a junior. And I think it's really natural to build some sort of identity around your career. And I think that was where my head was at when I was a junior. Now, I don't think you should put identity around your career, but it is part of your life, right? You work the rest of your life. You want to find a way to make money in an enjoyable way is, I think, everyone's ultimate goal, right? Like, if they could make money doing anything, what would it be? So that was kind of the question I was asking myself. So those were my two focuses. The next question I would ask you to think about if you are able to narrow down your number one and or number two focus is how are you actually showing focus towards these activities? What are you doing each day that builds and helps you level up in this area of life? I want you to really think about that because, again, going back to my example, if you really want to know, when I was 20 years old, junior year of college, the meaningful relationships aspect. What I actually did was um, I reached out to the girls in my sorority to see if I could find, you know, certain friends. Now, full transparency, I'm not a huge sorority girl. I'm a very individualistic thinker and with that being said, um, my personality type is harder to be in a sorority because I'm not a group thinker and I'm not a group or friend group person, Um, but fortunately I met two of my best friends in there, Avery, who's been on this podcast, and my other best friend, Nicolette. If you follow me on Instagram, you might have seen me post some 
I, you know, photos with her on my stories. But, um, you know, I went looking for those types of people and it came back to my values. I tell Avery this all the time, but, you know, I saw through her actions that she embodied the value of integrity, honesty, and selflessness. These were some of the values that I was looking for in a friend, not just because, you know, they're obviously good traits to have, but it was values that I felt like I didn't fully live yet and I wanted to be surrounded by that more and then more importantly if that is what my values are at that point and what I want it to be moving forward I want to see the people I choose to surround myself with also live through those values and I can be really honest like there were some friends that I had during my first year at that university at Chapman and I thought they were going to be maybe long-term friends, but the moment I started seeing certain, I guess you could say red flags or just things that showed we didn't have full alignment, I, I'm going to be honest, I, I just immediately distanced myself from those people. There was like nothing wrong with it, like nothing wrong with the friendship or anything, but I was so hungry for deep, meaningful relationships that I was not about to waste my time with people that clearly didn't have the same goal in like who they surrounded with right because and the reason why as well and i'm not that closed off like in case it comes off like that but i think when you come to a point in life when you don't want to waste people's time and you don't want people to waste your time you are going to be more urgent and more definitive in finding what you want and i feel like that Um, being patient when you know I had very little amount of friends at that point but being patient and waiting for those right people kind of like what they advise you when it comes to waiting for the right boyfriend I feel the same way about friends and maybe even more so because friends are the people that are surrounding you you know through thick and thin and through even breakups right if your boyfriend or your current boyfriend or your next boyfriend isn't the one those friends are going to be there to support you. And those friends as well should be women that you could imagine at your wedding and maybe your future bridesmaids. And I'm definitely not a cliche person or whatever and all about these the bridesmaid thing. But ultimately, that's how I felt about finding new friends. Like I literally asked myself, could you see these women as your future bridesmaids and I think when you put that at the forefront of your standards and how much you value yourself and your time I genuinely believe you will attract those people so um, point being the reason why I explained that is because that's what I was doing each day when I was in class I was trying to build up conversation with the girl next to me or I was just trying to build up conversation with people that I saw kind of glimpses of perhaps some sort of mutual interest, right? Maybe it's what they're wearing, or maybe it's like the backpack or the tote bag they have. Maybe it's the same one or a style that I like, whatever that could be. Or maybe they had really nice handwriting, or I could tell that they were attentive in class and that stood out to me because I am as well. You know, like I was looking for that and trying to bring more of that into my life. So that's what I was doing every day when I was in school. And then when it came to building my foundation uh, for my career, uh, pretty much Friday, Saturday and weekends, um, you know, if you wanted to, you really could like ask my roommate that year, like I did not go out that much. Um, I 
I don't even really think aside from maybe the first month of being at the new school I don't recall going to any party whatsoever and the only reason why I went to parties in the first month was because I was told I need to meet new people because I'm a new student which totally makes sense but yeah that year I started to focus on elite skatewear my skating dress business and that's how I scaled it. I started working on getting into stores, getting my marketing more modern and all of that, which is why it's doing super well today. So that was um, what I was doing, at least on the weekends. And I was just thinking about it and brainstorming every single day, I, I guess, probably during my coffee breaks or something during class. So bringing it back to you guys, whatever your number one focus is, Make sure you are always implementing an activity every single day that builds on this. So for example, if it's fitness, like losing 10 pounds, building more toned muscles, etc., then you should be doing some sort of physical activity each day. Yes, every single day, even as simple as a 15 minute outdoor walk. So like even if your off days are on Sundays or something, literally go outside for 10 minutes for a walk, right? Because then it tells your brain that you prioritize your physical well-being and your overall fitness. And in addition, the reason why doing it every single day is important is because it builds repetition and habit. And as a result, your mind will start to believe this is who you are. And as you believe it, you become more of that person, aka the person you want to become, or at least that's what you're telling me and telling yourself and telling the people around you. So again, someone who has fitness as a number one priority is typically health-driven or wellness-driven and has the desire to live a healthy lifestyle. So when it becomes your lifestyle, it becomes who you are, which is your identity. And the reason why I emphasize on this is because I think so many people get scared of being something they're not and trying to fake it till they make it. But the truth is, are you faking it, like going to the gym, taking photos of yourself, whatever you need to do to build that confidence, are you faking it if this is someone you are trying to identify as and like it's someone that you want to be, right? Like maybe you are someone that is not, you know, you wouldn't call yourself fitness savvy or like a, you know, someone that goes to the gym every day, right? But maybe that's who you want to become. Don't worry about whether people think you're faking it, right? Because if you put in the work every single day, like you tell yourself you want to, then that's just naturally who you are going to become because what you do every day is just who you are, right? Um, So I guess that's just as simple as it gets. But yeah, moving on, um, another point I have here is to figure out which you value more, becoming the person you want to be within the next year or, you know, the next five years if you're that audacious and think that far out or following along with what your friends are doing. Again, we're going back to the topic of how do we maintain self-discipline and maintain a sense of direction when we want to become a certain person and the people that we're currently surrounded by, especially in college, are not like that, right? So um, my pieces of advice here, one, if you actually value the first one, which is becoming the person you want to be, then you should be able to look at your calendar yes, your calendar, whether it's a physical planner or a Google calendar, iCalendar, whatever like I use, you should be able to evaluate how you spend your days. FYI, this is actually what I do all the time. 
it you know especially when it comes to planning my week I typically plan my week like the upcoming week on a Friday before and sometimes I'm always like you know I'm looking at a Tuesday and I'm like oh what did I do last Tuesday and I'll like go back into my calendar and look oh you know I got you know tacos with so-and-so or maybe I did something like I went I ran errands or something like I try to put that in my calendar just so I can reflect how I'm utilizing my time because also as well if I go through a week where I'm like damn I felt really good this week I will look at what I did and see if I can repeat anything to emulate the same energy the following week, the following week, and the following month, following year, whatever. Uh, Same thing when it's bad energy or you feel very sluggish or you feel very just not yourself. You know, I've had that before. In fact, I had it recently, like two weeks ago. um, And it was like to the point I was calling all my friends saying, hey, just need to talk to you. Like, give me some input on this. Um, I love to stress test some of my thoughts. But Aside from that, uh, my point is I think when you actually visually see how you spend your days, like in your calendar where you're like, oh, you know, Wednesday night, went to get drinks with so-and-so friends, right? And then like that weekend you felt really behind and lazy, whatever. Maybe that's a great way to ask yourself, hmm, is is it a byproduct of going out that Wednesday night, right? And then like lagging on Thursday and Friday um you know for me I set boundaries I do not do any like major social events outside of the Thursday through Saturday window Sunday is like sometimes an exception Uh, maybe it's like brunch or something of that nature but typically like Sunday night is usually me prepping for Monday again unless I'm on vacation or like really out of town and have a lighter week I I will of course make exceptions but uh, point being I try to create those parameters so that I don't have to worry about catching up and being off track so that's my advice for you as well is to create boundaries for which days you allow yourself to spend time with friends so I said Thursday night and onwards that is more than just about drinking it literally is just also about like who I'm spending time with, right? I mean, I uh, have the fortunate blessing to live alone. I'm, I know not everyone loves that, but I am very much a balanced introvert and extrovert. And when I like to recoup, I need to be alone and I need to be in a clean environment and a space where I can do my work and breathe and sleep well and all of that. Um, so, you know, pretty much typically like Sunday night through Wednesday or Thursday, I am primarily alone and definitely typically not getting dinner out and about um, maybe lunch maybe coffee here and there but I really try to minimize the socializing time within that window so that I could prioritize myself and I think it is difficult to create those boundaries because you're like oh shit like so-and-so invited me out for taco Tuesday and whatever like go ahead make the exceptions um you know in fact it's funny I asked one of my really close friends Grant the other day uh, because lately I've been trying to restructure my fitness routine and and maintaining the consistency of it now that I work full-time for myself so I'm you know telling myself when to work and when to not work and I noticed at first it was slightly harder for me to wake up early like like compared like you know my normal 6 a.m time like I was maybe getting up closer to 7 or like 6 45 and I was just asking him 
um you know how he maintains the consistency because he goes to the gym six times a week and he used to sometimes even go two times in one day so he was a great person to ask this and he actually told me um like i asked him what like at what point do you allow yourself to go you know out on a thursday or whatever and how do you make up for that missed gym day because he works out in the evening and he told me um you know it varies like if it's you know, a time where he has friends in town and they're only visiting from out of town and, and, you know, they're only there for a limited time, he'll go out that Thursday. But if there's friends that are asking him that he sees pretty frequently or he knows he can access more frequently, then he will just be like, nah, like, I'll see you maybe on Saturday or something and he'll go to the gym that Thursday night. So I think that's a great example as well is to ask yourself, is it really necessary? Like, is that FOMO actually worth it? You know, like, again, ask yourself, which one do you value more? Another alternative, one that is definitely a little bit harder, but I definitely have to put this recommendation in, is to start finding a new circle of friends. And what I mean by that is people that have the same priorities as you, right? So like I talked about earlier in the beginning of this episode, I'm really grateful for the friendships I have today because I do know what it's like to not have that at all. And I believe it's because that year, even though I was struggling on the personal development side, I actually was getting better because I started to refine what my values are, what I'm looking for in my friends, and what I want out of my life over the next two to three years which is pretty much where I'm at right now because at the time I was 20 I was you know junior in college and I'm thinking okay Emily what do you want to be doing like just like ballpark it after college right so that's two years from them Um, and I'm not talking like job wise like I'm talking like where do you want to live like what are the friends you want to be around like what kind of restaurants are you going out to that kind of thing and again it's it's the, those are the kind of questions I'm asking myself because I live in LA or at the time I lived in OC near Los Angeles. So it's just like I have access to a lot of different things and places to be. And at that point, you do want to refine more. So um, at that time, I decided I wanted friends that definitely focused on their health and f- wellness because I wanted to be pushed even more to continue to be active and stay healthy you know if I had a friend that would be running on the weekends like I wanted to join them um, or go to soul cycle with them that kind of thing Um, people that believed in focusing on their self-development as well and was reading a lot and maybe liked a certain philosophy like for me I love stoicism so my best advice on finding those people this is actually real life examples here i would say don't be afraid to approach people that seem to be like-minded either through instagram or in person whether it's at restaurants bars fitness studios etc wherever you are just remember like if it's somewhere that you go pretty frequently that is pretty much part of your identity right so if you go to a pilates you know four times a week you are a pilates uh, whatever guru in a sense and you probably would enjoy having a friend that also goes to Pilates right if you don't already so like even for me I I mean not obviously during COVID it's been different but back then like I would go up to girls at Soul Cycle that I would have seen maybe two times before 
and maybe I also knew that they saw me previously too because you know maybe we're making eye contact in the lobby whatever and if I saw them I would just like say hey like I see you come here often like do you usually go to this instructor as well like I try to just bring up something casual and stuff and you know if she's vibing too I'll be like well I just like you know let's like connect sometime you know I love that you go to soul cycle all the time as well always looking to connect with more people that are going to the same places as me um I was thinking about this at the gym this morning too because I was in the gym at 6 30 thank god it was a Monday um and just been lagging lately but I was really proud of myself for it and I was thinking um no one was in the gym at the time I go to the one in my apartment but if there were and if there were other like girls in there I would totally go up and spark a conversation um because it's like other females in the gym at 6 a.m you know that they're also probably trying to go on the same path as you if not already on that path right so again i think it's like if you evaluate what you're doing with your life and your lifestyle and you see people that cross paths with you that are doing the the same thing why not spark a conversation with them and in worst case is they give you you know weird vibes or they're kind of standoffish who cares and obviously those people are probably not what you want in your life anyways because we're all about kindness and empathy right people so i wouldn't want um to be friends with someone that is like that anyways uh, but hey better worth a shot and even on instagram same thing you send them a dm worst case they don't respond whatever i do this all the time i did this way back in my day i would dm girls um to like grab coffee or drinks like especially if i could see their profile and was like oh like they like this kind of coffee shop um they love these books like i could usually get a vibe off of someone on their social media especially if they're public and i can just tell if we have similar interests and yeah you know when you when you're at that point where you are really just trying to start from scratch at least for me, I was pretty hungry for it. So I was very open to reaching out to people and putting myself out there because what worst case scenario, someone says no. And I think nowadays people are like, if they see a vibe in you, they'll most likely be open to it in my opinion. Um, But again, it depends where you live. And if you're in a suburb or a city, I think obviously this is a lot easier if you're in a city. But um, yeah, I would best advise don't hesitate to reach out to other girls on campus other girls at the gym when they go at the same time as you or other girls in a club that you're in you know i was in a fitness and health and fitness club back in college as well outside of my sorority so that was really fun um but yeah and you know it's tough when you're trying to find new friends for me it was really a lonely period for the first i said i wrote down six to nine months i would say it's more like the first nine to 12 months per se um you know but you got to think long term right it's you're in college right now or maybe you just graduated and you're in a new city um or maybe you already graduated like two years ago and you're just like fuck like I want new friends I want more like-minded people you feel like you're going through a momentum shift in your life this is the gray starting point, right? You got to start somewhere. Everyone starts from zero, but you build up over time. And this is coming from someone that was exactly in that position before. When was I? I was 20 and now I'm 24. So it's been, yeah, about three, four years. Like I don't think I was like, 
journey. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, it takes time, right? But I think the best part out of all that is just the journey and growth you experience with finding yourself and finding more aligned people to bring into your life. The last question I have, it's actually submitted um, from a listener and she wanted me to answer this on this specific topic. But she asked how to stay disciplined when your friends say you are, quote, lame for not wanting to go out because they just want you there and want to make you feel guilty so they're basically they they have good intentions they want you to come out have fun but you know it's not for you anymore yeah you know when i was in college i like i said didn't really go out junior and senior year and a lot of my friends did try to bring me out um But if I were thinking back at that point when I'm 21, 22 years old and and saying no to certain things, and even today, I ask myself, like I said earlier, what do I value most? And another secondary question I always ask is, and maybe this is great for you if you have a journal or you have a planner, you could just write this every single day in the morning. Just write it down just as a reminder because... I think there's studies on this. When you write something down physically, you remember it more. But ask yourself, is partaking in going out and going to whatever bar that is, is that getting me closer towards the person I want to become? Now, I'll give you an example because I do love to go out. I don't really go out to bars anymore, but I do love nightclubs and kind of like more of a European nightlife so I just love house music that's kind of where my passion is driven and fun fact if you didn't know like that's actually my dream career I would love to be a house music DJ but uh maybe like I don't know five eight years from now but uh the point is I'll ask myself that question and um the the times where it's yes is for typically two reasons one it's either because I'm on a trip and that was the purpose or two if it is you know where I live or I'm doing in my normal week I will ask myself are the people you're going with and or the people you're likely to meet there do you think you could build upon those relationships right so you know let's say I'm going with two or three girlfriends and um I like obviously love my girlfriends, whatever. Like my question would be, is this going to strengthen those relationships and are those relationships ones that you value? So that's how I would evaluate it as well. And even same thing, like not to be weird, but truth is even for me, I could see myself meeting a guy that could be like-minded at a certain type of house music event that I like. Um, I certainly have already experienced that meeting certain guys whether whether it's just friends or whether it's you know potential you know dating partners whatever you want to call it um even for me i've noticed like okay i go out to these places and you have a more refined circle of people that have similar interests right so like basically i'm asking myself is this environment so maybe it's like a restaurant lounge or maybe it is a nightclub like i ask myself is this kind of nightclub going to attract the type of people that you want to meet more of? That's my question. Because again, if you go back to it, my values or one of my values is meaningful relationships and building on that. So um, that's how I evaluate, you know, whether how I stay disciplined. Um, 
And I guess in the case of college, you're most likely not going to experience what I'm talking about with the whole like house music thing. And like you're, you know, you're going out with certain friends because yeah, more or less you're probably going to experience that more in your mid twenties, um, kind of where I'm at. But at that point, yeah, I would say just got to ask yourself, which one do you value more? And, you know, like think about it this way too. Like I know not everyone's an athlete, but I grew up as a figure skater and tennis player. So I have a very much athlete mindset, but I always think like, holy shit, I wish I sacrificed all the parties that I went to back in the day so that I could chase the Olympic dream. And that's why I make the decisions I do today because I didn't make those sacrifices. And not that I live with regret because I'm really, really grateful for the experiences I've had in those years that didn't lead me to my Olympic dream. But I think about it today and I'm like, there are athletes and other people that sacrifice way more than you do and that's why they are living the life they live today and that's just a reminder to me it's like you can choose to be an outlier and maybe walk the path a little bit more alone at first or you can you know go and do what your friends are doing and be influenced by that remember though there is no right or wrong answer there is no right or wrong choice it's simply what is best for you and what is most aligned with the person you want to become. And that was all for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, as always, please let me know by sharing this on your story. Tag us on Instagram at Pod, and or even better, rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts. It literally means so much. I'm sorry. It's so annoying to say all the time, but it really does. You guys, um, it means a lot. But on another note, um, if you guys didn't know, I launched a limited edition merch collection. And the first edition is the What Fulfills You Signature Daily Notebook. I love it. I use it every single day. I write my gratitude in there, my meeting notes, my thoughts, pretty much like my life journal, if you will, but not for journaling necessarily, but it's almost like all of the above. You know, sometimes you don't you don't need multiple notebooks for every sector of your life. Like sometimes you just got to put it all in one notebook and I love this notebook because you know it says what fulfills you in the front but it's a reminder for me to think about that every single day and I hope that can serve as a reminder for you guys so you can find this notebook it's limited edition so seriously once it is sold out it is gone for good it's actually just gorgeous black and gold sleek minimalist you name it it's available at whatfulfillsyou.com thanks again for listening you guys I'll chat with you on Thursday <laughs>